2: Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, we're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the My Talk app. And when you go to MyTalk1071.com, you can check out my talk's Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, Raising Money. We're still doing it. And we have a very special guest joining us yes, right now.
3: We oh. do. We have Shay Lunseth with us. And she's one of our three matching sponsors today. Her and her husband from Organic Lawns by Lunseth. Hi, Shay. Hello. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by for she's me. all right there well, well we're waiting for them um 90,000 how much 385 dollars um we kind of just want to hit that hundred thousand i think Shay is joining us now shay lunseth yes hi how are you um Shay's with organic organic lawns by lunseth um thank you for being one of our matching sponsors today oh you're welcome my gosh. All right, so tell us, um, Shay, how, how come you wanted to get involved, you know, with the
0: Mitac Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund? Well, um, I do feel like I was born with privilege, and part of that comes with some debt. And the times we're living in calls for education and empathy and um, helping others. That's awesome. And that's really it. I think you've kind of
3: said it good. The times are in calls for empathy and education. That's, that's so awesome. I mean, we're at over $90,000. When we first started this, we were hoping for $40,000. So we want to really thank you, um, for your help in helping us reach this goal. So I was, I was reading up on you, Shay, today and your website, Organic Lawns by Lunseth. And, um, You know, so many people are worried about chemicals in their lawns and everything right now, and I think... um, Jay, I judge the people that
4: have the chemically treated lawns when I'm (laughs) on my walk. I'm like, don't they worry about the bunnies and the bees and the birds and And the dogs, and you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I do.
4: (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your passion, because you and
3: your husband um, both have really, like, great... Um, degrees from the University of Minnesota in horticulture, in geology, and other things. So how did you guys get started with your organic lawn care service?
0: Yeah, so my husband, he started the company in 2007. He just mowed lawns, uh, commercial maintenance. Mm -hmm. And then when we had our first child, we did organic lawn care on our own home. And then from there, I realized (laughs) that we should be selling this. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so I went back to school and got a master in horticulture. Wow.
4: And when you guys okay. started in 2007, were there very many people offering organic lawn care services for tree? Cause I know people, people here love to keep their, make their grass look good. I mean, you know, all of that. Were there very many people even doing this? You know,
0: not really. Um, I think we were kind of before the tipping point that mm-hmm. we're at maybe now. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband did have a little stint at a company that was kind of organic based. It was maybe a little mismarketing on what it was, but mm-hmm. he, he had the idea behind the, the start of it, and then we really just needed the education about how what's, What's the newest products? What's the newest ways to think about this, and uh, how do we sell it?
3: And, and can you tell us, um, Shay? Because I know um, a lot of people have lawn lawn care. If it's not, or orga- you know, it's organic or it's not organic. Lori's talking about it, but what is what is the big difference, and what does organic care? Obviously, for our environment, it's so much better, but. Tell us about what is missing when you continue to use the synthetic fertilizers that regular lawn care services
0: use versus what you guys do. Sure. So synthetic is basically feeding the the grass plant, the top of it. The grass has always been looking in the sky. It's kind of looking for its food. It doesn't really have the tools to help itself. And in the meantime, you're depleting the microorganisms in the soil so everything kind of gets depleted from the system, and it's we always talk about like an intervention. So you're 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 hooked into this kind of fake system. So weed just feed the soil that improves the microbial activity, which grows better grass. Uh, be smarter about your grass species and and what does well in Minnesota. And then natural weed control is the hardest part. And part of what we just explain is. It's a process. You should be on it for a while, and you should have some tolerance for some weeds because it's good diversity for your lawn. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The good old dandelion, even. <laughs> <laughs> I get dandelions down over... are really they mix really well with the lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we do have a solution for that. Yeah.
3: I, I sit out there with a tool, a knife, and yeah. I go deep in those yeah. ruts. I mean, I find that fun. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, if you're just joining us, we're talking about our My Talk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fun, and we are over $90,000, which is just unbelievable. And um, um, we're talking with Shay Lunseth. Part, um, she is a part owner, I'm thinking, you and your husband together on this. Organic lawns by mm-hmm. Lunseth. And Shay, you know... Um, the other thing about using the organic um, lawn care is, you know, if you have kids and
0: dogs. Yeah, and, and thinking about um, water, our, our, the health of our water, the health of our insects, um, the biodiversity around us, and then our dogs that have their bellies in the grass and eat the grass and lick their, their skin, um, children putting things in their mouths and their eyes, all of those things make you think about what you're putting on the lawn and what, you know, how we should use the lawn. And I would
5: agree.
0: Um, I would agree. With next time you roll
3: around your lawn, I hope, what Lori, I, rolling I want you to think about this, Lori. <laughs> Lori's a lawn ro- roller, Shay. Well, we really just want <laughs> We want to thank you, and it's nice to learn about your business as well. Yeah, you're welcome. And and thanks for helping us out here. Um getting towards our goal and boy, people want to donate right now. You can go to my talk keyword neighbor. Um we are really I feel like we are going to make such an amazing impact on um with a um rebuilding the neighborhood development center, rebuilding um in the Lake to, uh, Lake Street Corridor, as well as in the Midway and Frogtown area in St. Paul. And it's people like you, Shay, that are helping us reach this goal, as well as many of our listeners. So thanks again, and nice to meet you. Yes, you too. My pleasure. Okay, when we come back, it's Bye, time random, random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
5: now, Julia's Random Thoughts.
3: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here are a couple things going on today. If you're wondering what we're observing, National Bomb Pop Day, you know, those little popsicles, Catfish Day. We're on the fourth day of taking your pet to work week, if anyone's going to work. And, um, you know, there's so many different things we're celebrating today. But one of the funniest things that I saw today is a picture of an owl sleeping face down. Someone, this journalist, Mark Rees, uh, took a picture of a baby owl sleeping face down. And it doesn't look like what we think an owl would look like. It has legs like
4: a cat, Holly. I've never seen an owl laying down.
3: It's got huge cat legs. But the uh, baby (laughs) owls sleep face down because their heads are too heavy
2: oh they're so cute
3: isn't that the fun? <laughs> but it looks like a i don't even know what it looks like and then other weird things that were happening is we got a picture Lori gave me the other day of the real Loch Ness monster uh another photograph came up about that the other day that was trending um did you look
4: at it do you I have anything did. to tell us does I, it look like it the looked, Loch Ness? it looked is like it a big
3: dinosaur head coming out of the sea it really did in scotland A lot of crazy things are happening there.
4: Well, you know, maybe they're ready for tourists to come back from some places.
3: Yeah. Well, the Eiffel Tower opened up today for the first time. Um, You have to
4: walk up the stairs. 674 stairs.
3: How many flights is that, do we think?
4: Uh, I don't know. But if it's anything like 27 or 28 stories.
2: It's a hike. I did it. You did? Yes, I have climbed up the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. not in the elevator. Now you have to have a little fitness. Yeah. It's not, so it's not so bad. It's
4: not so bad. Now and
2: you get to take breaks. There are levels, you know, you stop right. out on one level, take a break, then go up to the next one. So you will be okay. You could you could be
3: okay. It's yeah. yeah. Mm. They they don't say they just tell us how many steps it mm-hmm. is, Laura. You can't say, okay, so um Ina Gertner, the barefoot contesta, uh, she was talking a little bit about some common mistakes people make in their cooking. Do you, um, and here's the biggest one. She says people, the Pushing most. Turning the oven on. <laughs> <laughs> she said people, even though everyone have salt and pepper in their kitchen, people don't use enough of, enough of either. Do you ever find that? Like my sister uses no salt in her food. And I'm like, how can we even taste this? What's the flavor?
4: Yeah. Casey thinks I don't use salt. Yeah. But I do. He just he goes, Oh, I don't need any salt. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Queen, queen. Okay, <laughs> we'll
3: protect it. Because for years you're supposed to have salt in your diet. Of course. Yeah. So the yeah. thing okay. it, it ramps up the flavor in both savory and sweet dishes. So if you're worried about adding it. Take
4: a little bit off of the food you're cooking. Put it in a little side dish do you and add salt. Buy the fancy salt. Like, do you have some yes. Himalayan sea salt yes. around your kitchen? Do you, Holly? Yeah, you do. I, I
3: think the taste is completely different.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay,
3: I need some good peppercorns because I'm using my. I I do love. I, for years, I didn't use salt. You know, that I that would be
4: it. a nice little. If someone has been kind enough to invite you to your cabin, is to get them some good salt and peppers. You know, get some fancy...
3: The shakers and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that would be a good thing. Would you like that as a cabin owner, if someone came burying you? Absolutely, because if you came to our cabin (laughs) and you saw all the different... Like, we have these old-school salt and pepper shakers that, you know, you tip it over and the salt comes out, like, so fast. Yeah. And they're always empty. Okay. But yeah, why not? That's a good idea, Lori. Um, And then the other thing is with your knives... You bought the. I remember you had someone come and give you guys the presentation. So you have the really fancy Cutco knives. Knives. Cutco. It was
4: one of one of uh, one of the boys' friends. Graduated from college and was selling cut-co knives.
2: Did they cut through a Only one of them can. They're and pretty like
4: amazing it? knives. I mean, they they whatever they were, Casey bought it. And, Having a sharp knife is everything. Yeah, how about oh. the guy with the knife in his head in New York yesterday? No, What are you I talking, talking about? I did New New not Bowl. see that. Oh. I didn't see that. He's been stabbed in the head and he was getting in the ambulance and there was a photo of him. It was right on the New York Post.
3: Okay, I did not see that. But that wouldn't be good. But the thing with your knives is that don't use them to open your Amazon boxes. Use a sciv- scissors.
4: Mm-hmm. Um I've been busted doing things with my Cutco knife. With and your knives. In Casey, if he sees me, he's like, What are you doing? Never put them in the dishwasher. Oh, well that's Mm-mm. we've been doing that all wrong
3: for Never wash
2: that's the one thing I've known. Why Never- Sorry, I just saw the video with the I, guy okay, the knife in the head. Okay, now I want to see this. Head. Knife in the head. Oh.
4: Well, now I'm going to have to look at the Dolly and the Nina West, uh, the collaboration for clothing. Oh, I looked at that. Because Holly posted that for us. I have to look at that to get the picture of the knife out of my head. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> it it kind of looks like a fake thing. Yeah. Like they're using it as a hair bun clip. Oh, my gosh. All right. Whatever. How, who do you think speeds more men or women? Um guys do. Okay. Not even just a little bit. A lot. Ninety five four percent more than women. Mm-hmm. Um when you're young, it's the worst. So the reason why the insurance rates are higher for young men, 17 year olds just can't do it. And then um when women start to put the pedal to the metal, real serious is in their forties, but mm-hmm. it's not even
4: not even a fraction. They can't even compete. No. Um, let's see, Child- you know what I did? Do you know that your little Google map lady will tell you when a speed trap is ahead?
3: Mine doesn't, Lori. Yours has always told you that. Mine has never told me anything
4: on the Android. Yours does. It does, and I got the alert just the other day. I was going somewhere. I, I was going to the dentist, and it just the lady came on and just said, "Speed trap ahead! Speed trap ahead!" And I'm like, "Thank you very much." I can't believe right at that. the state fair, right in the entrance to this. Because here's my theory: speeding tickets are going to become essential to be given out because cities are are short of money Mm -hmm. and the state and so i think speeding is going to be a way that states are going to get money into the coffers for because they're not
3: cheap no i know no they're not cheap so anyway well i'm gonna look at how to get that updated on but it's just automatic on the android google map well laurie it's one good thing about your phone plus that plus it doesn't cost half Right. As much as an iPhone. Another thing. There you go. All right, we'll be right
4: back. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have uh, Dr. Diana Wiley joining us. And Dr. Diana is a, is a marriage and family therapist and board-certified sex therapist. And we thought we would talk to you today about love in the time of corona, Dr. Diana. Great. <laughs> Why don't you give us, in you know... Like so, Let's say you're a couple, you are just, you're really at it, your wits end for each other. What would be like two baby steps that we could do on working on easing the tension between the two of you?
5: Well, first, sit down and talk to each other. Uh, and be intentional about connecting. You know, it's, it's so important to really... Say what you like and what you don't like. And to plan a date night at home. Mm -hmm. That can be a great beginning.
2: Mm
5: -hmm. Um, Some people have a little bit of a pushback uh, about scheduling sex. They say, oh, it'll ruin the fun and the spontaneity. But it really, really works. You sit down. If you're lucky enough to have a partner, and so many people don't, Mm I say, you know, take advantage of this time, this forced togetherness. So sit down with your partner. Plan a date night at home. And within that plan, you can have lots of spontaneity and fun. Uh, cook a meal together. Set the scene. Maybe you bring out candles for your table and good china and make your bedroom look seductive uh, with nice lighting and clean sheets. So you're setting the scene, and give each other a massage. You know, we always have better sex when we're relaxed. And sometimes, I I ask couples, you know, to I ask them this question: Does sitting in front of the TV for hours make you feel more excited about your partner? <laughs>
2: right, probably
5: not. <laughs> <laughs> so we we really need to to talk and find out what we want, um, and. I would say that that's a good start. Mm -hmm. And catch yourself if you're being critical and judgmental. When people are stressed, they often do this. And this is the time to quiet down the criticism. Mm -hmm. It it does not work for your relationship. But if you do have a fight, schedule it and keep it time-limited. Um, and certainly not on your date night. The, the date night should be positive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's right. I, I've never heard of that before. Scheduling a fight.
4: Well, do, you, you know, could, is it like? Do you mean like? Okay, we can't. We're not going to talk about this right now we've got this going on, but we're going to talk about this like in two hours. Is that kind of what you mean?
5: Yeah, it works best if you schedule it. And it's very much cognitive behavioral therapy, which I primarily do. Mm -hmm. It's um, you change your thinking and you change your behaviors and you say, yes, we're both too upset right now. Let's come back to this in an hour and maybe one of you needs to take a walk. Right. And um, and then you agree to keep it to 20 minutes. Don't go on and on and on and on. It does not help. Keep it to 20 minutes and stay with whatever issue you're talk you're fighting about or arguing about.
4: Do you advise uh, people like when you do your counseling, if if one person is just more of a hothead than the other, do you tell people to do like the timeouts that we and like we practice with children possibly to practice a timeout in your relationship?
5: Uh, time out. Yes. Uh, how do you mean that, though? Uh, well, just if, if you s- come back to the argument mm-hmm. in an hour, or maybe no later than the next day, mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of a timeout. You're both kind of calming down. Is that what you meant?
4: Well, I guess I mean in the sense that sometimes um, people are they 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 just get going with the reptilian portion of their brain, and they can't they won't be quiet and like uh, just say you need to go for a walk or i'm going to go for a walk right now like that you just remove yourself when someone is really they're not going to let something go like you should walk away then
5: yes uh, until you've calmed down and yeah. you you may not get the person who's the hothead may not get the relief of yelling at right. the other one Right, but it's so much better for the relationship long term and um my book, Love in the Time of Corona, really is a very practical guide uh, and has l- a lot of exercises and uh, guidance in general for what you can do when you're stuck together.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the forced
5: and, togetherness.
4: Yeah, like and, I like your your thing about use touch to relieve stress. You know, try do a seven-second kiss. Do the 15-second hug. You know, like just kind of easy things that are very much within our control of being able to do. That would be so, it would be a nice way of building back, I guess, that love, if you're kind of feeling so stressed out. Well,
5: it's true. And you mentioned the seven-second kiss and the 15-second hug. I came up with this years ago. I mean, it was based on it. you need about seven seconds of kissing before the oxytocin gets flowing. And oxytocin is uh, the touch hormone Mm and sometimes called the love hormone. So you, you need to kiss for about seven seconds to get that going and hug for 15 seconds. Uh, and then, then you get some oxytocin and, and that really it helps your mood and helps you feel closer to each other. So that's something very simple to do and, right. and it's, it can help. The other thing you can do is uh, to uh, do some caressing and touching. And I've got some exercises that kind of go in stages uh, that you begin by touching. You take turns, of course. Yes. But when you're the giver, you touch your partner's face and hands and feet, massaging, in the, and then you. the next stage you go a little more. And the, ne- the final two stages, you might even go to, all the way up to intercourse. But the other I, stuff... You, you know said what? the I magic
3: know. words, Dr. Diana. Dr. Diana, that is, we, a, is that the magic words? Yeah. Right. yeah, we <laughs> have to go... Um, how do we get your book, <laughs> Love in the yeah. Time of Corona? Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. we're going to have you on again, because you have a lot of good information. But how did people get the book?
5: Yeah, thank you. They go to DearDrDiana.com and uh that's that has it's my advice column as well it has a lot of information on it people asking questions about the pandemic and what they should Great. do so dear dr Di- and it also tells you how you can get the book either an ebook or a print book on amazon
4: all right wonderful i'm sorry, sorry we had, had such no a, kidding. a crazy beginning to our conversation but it was wonderful to have you on and we appreciate it
5: well thank you so much to to both of you and i Hopefully we can talk again one day, Lori and Julia. Uh, hopefully,
4: good. yes. All right, when we come back, we're going to Hollywood Speak.
1: So, what are you trying to say?
2: Hollywood. Hollywood Speak
1: What is the meaning of this?
3: We've admitted that we are none of those fundraisers, but we want to thank it um, Tanya, um, a lot of other people who are donating, Katie, Kathleen, for donating, we are so close, you guys. We're at $93,585. If we could even just get up to 95000 during our show, because we started, we were at 10000 mm-hmm. and so we would show everyone that we raised. You'll you'll
4: moon somebody.
3: No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'd scare somebody if I mooned them. We would do something, but I don't know what anyone cares about anymore. I don't either. I don't we either. We could say
4: invite you to the studio, but that's not going to happen. That
3: isn't happening. That would be a
4: false claim,
3: right? See you at the state fair? No, nope. false claim. Not going to do. See you at the pride, pride festival this weekend? No, going to happen. Yeah, not going to. But happen. we just really appreciate what everyone's doing. Yeah. So
4: thank you, everybody, because so it really matters. Um, okay, so uh, this is posted. Yes, um, and here's the headline: She's one proud stage mom. Khloe Kardashian looking <gasps> refreshed while doing a Pampers ad with her daughter. True. Okay. First of all, I was thinking how you would
3: judge this. All right. So let's just go. Let's cut. Let's take this apart. So yesterday we In saw. In shock
4: over the fact that she's doing. She got a sponsorship with Pampers. Well, I. Th- okay. How old is her daughter? Uh, maybe two.
3: Okay. Well, I thought you would always say, what's wrong with her? She should be diaper trained like one, like I was. Wow. Well. That that goes without saying. Okay, so here, Khloe Kardashian does not look like herself. You have to. We talked about this yesterday at the anniversary. Is looking refreshed, having a whole new face. She doesn't even look like herself. I don't know if this is the new trend when you're this young to completely wipe out what you look
4: like. She was so beautiful; it's really something. She looks like Megan Fox. And somebody else had a baby. Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen had a baby, and this is because she's got a new jaw. She's got her it. nose is new. I mean, I, she looks completely different. But maybe Julia, she thinks she looks fantastic. I'm really in awe that Chris Chris Jenner got her a pamper sp- sponsorship.
2: Well, no, really. Well, Chloe's been doing those kinds of products. Remember, she was doing Febreze at one point with the bedazzle bottle.
4: I mean, her sister has poosh that bad uh, goop site, but I'm wondering what Chloe's got uh, in
2: store for everybody. I think Chloe's trying to be the relatable mom. She's doing the, but she doesn't look like herself
3: anymore. I mean, I'm looking at her old.
4: Wow, it is. She's 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 pretty, very. But this doesn't. You wouldn't know that that would be Chloe Kardashian she doesn't have anything of her signature look anymore wow okay well Michael Jackson did to his face oh he
3: completely changed his look yes completely yeah he died 11 years ago today probably right about right now we were watching TMZ Mm -hmm. um on our you know computer okay I'm checking it out all right what else do we know uh
4: sammy hagar uh he is talking and people are not having it uh they asked several older this was rolling stone magazine asked several older established uh, musicians about the effect of covid19 uh-huh. and uh, you know i mean it was christy Hine, Bruce Springsteen David Crosby Stevie Nicks Buddy Guy um Anyway, and a lot of the answers were really interesting, Um, but Sammy Hagar is the one who... uh, What band was he with again? Van Halen. Okay. And currently he's with a band called Chicken Foot, and he's at the age of 72. He is willing to tour. I'm sorry to say it, but we all got to die, man. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I would rather see everyone go back to work, because we all have to die, man.
2: All right, well there oh, you go. That's quite
4: nihilistic of you, Sandy mm-hmm. That's one of the stupidest things we've heard in a while. It's <laughs> not that person willing to die I'm concerned about. See, they're doing a concert. There's a concert happening at an amphitheater in Wisconsin. Yes. Supposedly. Okay, when Okay, I don't know, but the uh uh the the, the health department of the county that it's in didn't know anything about it. <laughs> and uh so this guy may have just blown the whole tour. Um, I want to say that that has been canceled. It has. The, oh, the it?
2: herd immunity. Yes, that's what it was. The herd Fest immunity. In Wisconsin. Fest. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: I think we can thank Sammy for that because he's the one who spoke out about it, and that's how the health authorities knew that this concert was help happening, and that they were calling it oh. the herd immunity concert. Oh,
2: it's. Uh, it, I think it might still be happening, but they've decided to rename the festival oh, to what.
4: I don't know. Anyway, he's performing with his new band, Chickenfoot. Not even Chicken Feet. It's just Chicken Foot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead and try and get the COVID, Sammy. And I understand it's a very painful situation, uh, hospitalization and everything else. But anyway, that's why Sammy Hager Haker is trending. If, trending. If, you're, if you're watching your Twitter feed. And that's two days late because this interview is
1: from two days ago. <laughs>